0: Good morning.
1: Good morning. Uh, this is obvious Steve. That's
0: obvious John.
1: Uh, there there he is. How you doing, John?
0: I'm good, Steve. And yourself?
1: Oh, you know, my, my golf round got canceled today, so uh, I'm not that great. We're uh, in the wettest May and June in history, and uh, here it is raining in July, so. I, I can't get excited about the weather, John.
0: I'm sorry to hear that.
1: Come on, John, play along here. Has the weather been perfect where you are, John? Is, you know, just uh...
0: Yeah, it's been, it's been pretty good where I've been. It's been uh, warm and muggy, uh, typical Indiana summer. And now we're in uh, southern Michigan on Lake Michigan, and it's a very nice, uh, 70 degrees to start the the morning off with uh with uh, very very nice very uh, nice weather, sunny and no well, clouds.
1: Well, you you just uh, I I guess uh, sunshine just follows you around, partially up your partially you up your butt, John.
0: I'm sorry, what was that?
1: I I said sunshine just follows you around partially up your butt.
0: That's correct.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Fair warning. The second time. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. Fair warning. I don't have the best uh, reception or Wi-Fi connection, so uh, it could be choppy at times.
1: Well, you know, uh, I, if you would listened to last week's uh, episode, John, uh, uh, it, it was uh, it, we had technical difficulties, so we'll have to see how this week goes. I think that was on Anchor FM and their technology. Uh, it was unfixable, so I apologize to everybody, but ain't much we can do when the technology goes bad, right, John?
0: And that is correct. We yeah, are.
1: well, okay, John, let's let's not spend too much time bantering. Uh, you haven't watched Big Little Lies, neither have I for this week, so no. we're, we're going to have to catch up. Uh, I went to see Spider-Man on Saturday, John, and, and you want to know what my big disappointment is? What? They they tore up every city I'm about to go visit. Uh, (laughs) I'm going to have to change uh, our itinerary because they ripped both Prague and Berlin apart in the movie. So uh, nobody nobody had warned me, and uh, I guess we're going to have to go someplace else and do something else for the next on vacation uh, the next two weeks.
0: Yeah, hopefully, uh, you know, you can get. uh yeah refunded
1: well or, or a holographic rebuild or something you know based on on, on the movie i i don't know but uh, uh it was kind of it was funny we whispered to each other oh they're there oh shit look what they did you know so it's kind of yeah <laughs> but uh yeah the movie is uh yeah uh probably about what you would expect it's kind of funny kind of clever um, uh, good, good bad guys, uh, and uh, I, I think it's probably what everybody would expect out of the, this new reboot of, of Spider-Man. A uh, little too much. We love Tony Stark and miss him, uh, which of course those of us who don't go to Avengers movies don't really understand, but never mind. Uh, but uh, uh, that, that's, uh, that's my quick take on Spider-Man. Whatever we're calling this reboot, number number two of the newest reboot, which is reboot like number four. Uh, there you go. So, right. So
0: correct. Tom the Tom Holland. Tom the Holland, Tom Holland
1: spider Oh, there you go. Uh, that 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 does it. Right. So, uh, that that was my my quick movie preview of the week. So, John, quickly uh, on sports yep. before we get into things, the Wor- Women's World Cup. Uh, ended yesterday and ended you, about yes. as uh, about as everybody expected with the uh, Americans uh, showing themselves to be the best team in the world. Uh, did you ever think the game was in doubt?
0: I personally did not. Um, you know, you do when it was uh, tied at half, zero to zero, and, and USA had pretty much dominant control of the ball in the first half. But when, you know, it is soccer and it only takes one little mistake to – for the Netherlands to slip one in past the goalie, and uh, then we were behind, which you know doesn't always work real well for most teams. So yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna say I I didn't have doubts, but um, the way they controlled the ball in the first half, I felt like um, their their opportunity was gonna come pretty quickly because uh, I mean they had a lot of good shots on goal, and I felt like they could have easily been two to zero at halftime. Yeah. Um, the, even though, even though there was, it was still no, no, the, the
1: Dutch goalie, uh, played like she had at least three arms at times in the, in the first half. Yeah. yeah. Been, played a really great game. And I, I think she ended up getting outstanding goalie, which I, I think she, uh, deserved. So, uh, but, uh, yes, I, I, agree with you. I, we really dominated the first half, but didn't score. You always worry that that's going to flip in the second half, but it didn't. And, uh, uh, I don't even know that the penalty kick that we took the lead on was a particularly controversial call, although the referee missed it live and in person and they needed the infamous VAR uh, to yeah. call it, but you really don't get to spike somebody in the shoulder with your foot. Um,
0: nope. That was a little, that was definitely yeah, high. That, that, that was that, definitely yeah, a high yeah,
1: kick. That, that's, that was definitely high. So uh, I think it was. Legit.
0: And it would have been worse if, I think it would have been worse if, if Morgan hadn't seen it coming and kind of curled and rolled a little bit and flinched because as you watch the slow-mo, she was kind of caught out of the corner yes. of her eye and she yeah. kind of f- flinched and rolled away from it. So it didn't look as bad, but I think if she hadn't seen it coming because it was from yeah. behind, uh, it could it could have been a lot worse and looked a lot yeah. worse.
1: And then, and then, of course, Labelle's goal was just magical, spinning between two goals. Oh, that was and, awesome. And nailing Nailing that the kick was, between two people too hard for the goalie to move quick enough to cover the corner. So,
0: yeah, she froze her again, and that was a bullet right to the back, back right corner. That was that was yeah.
1: awesome. So, uh, there you go. We, uh, we love the U.S. women's team, and of course, the U.S. men's team showing us why we love the, the women's team, right, John?
0: Well, you know, they, they weren't really supposed to be where they were, and, and the fact that they, uh, you know, they, they gave Mexico a bit of a run for their money yesterday.
1: Is that, is it, you claim they shouldn't have beat Carousel, Jamaica? Uh, I, I can't remember who all they beat. They, they, they beat a bunch of islands to, to get to the final, John. <laughs> yeah, you, I, I can't remember. Uh, I, I saw they beat Carousel, which uh, somebody, what what was the the equivalent? It's, it's some middle sized American city uh, is, is has the same population base as as them, and uh, you know we we didn't exactly blow them out of the water, and and we lost at home. I mean they they were playing in Chicago, John. So yeah,
0: I mean they I mean two years ago they got beat by some pretty crappy teams. Two years ago also, so. Uh, for the World Cup, yeah, so. yes, very, very. Uh, it's just happy to see them chalk up a couple of wins. Uh,
1: okay, so so John is trying to uh, soften the, the trying to be yeah, nice, trying to be nice and soften the the, the, the level of expectations. Uh, but uh, it, I saw somebody tweet, uh, "We can't even, you know, the women win the World Cup and dominate the world. We can't even uh, dominate the third best international competition." Uh, so uh, if it's even the third best international competition with the men, so, uh, right. Correct. Kind of, kind of sad. So, so John Friday, we talked about the Red Sox and whether they'd make a run. And, uh, I heard a stat that, uh, was kind of amazing at the time. Uh, the, the Yankees were, was it 21 over, uh, 500 against, uh, the um, AL East, of course I they lost the two, last two games against the Rays. They were eight plus eight against the Rays, yeah, plus five against the Red Sox, plus six against the Orioles, and plus two against the Blue Jays. Of course, they lost those two games, so so that only makes them a, a mere plus nineteen in their division, John. Oh uh, that that's dominance, John.
0: I, that is the definition of dominance. They're just steamrolling that, that, uh, AL East right now. And, and, uh, I don't see it changing much. Uh, they just seem to be dominant on all aspects. I mean, they score a ton of runs. They, they have decent, they have pretty, pretty good pitching. So, uh, it's a, it's a good combination to have.
1: uh, Yeah. And I, I think they've got pitching at both, you know, I think, I think they'd like to have more front end pitching, uh, I'm not sure how much they count on C.C. Uh, Sabathia, for instance, to go, to go deep into the season and and give them a lot. But uh, uh, they, they've got a quality bullpen to go with uh, some quality starters. And they haven't even been healthy in terms of their lineup yet. Uh, Stanton and Judge and uh, Encarnacion have not played very many games together. Uh, so once they all get going and Maybe cranking. Uh, wow, uh, that was a railroad car, maybe.
0: Yeah, you, you, get, you got another
1: yeah. one coming. Well, John, that that gives me makes me feel like I'm not in the middle of a big city. Uh, yeah. Right.
0: Yeah. Live you know, in and location.
1: Locations, John, uh, in the middle of the earthquake. You no, know, yeah, that that that's, that doesn't work, does it? So. Uh, the, the, the American league is, uh, I think the Indians at five and a half games have the smallest lead in the American league, John. I, I don't know that you remember this, John, but a year ago,
0: you mean the twins, you mean the twins uh, at five and a half games absolutely. over the Indians.
1: Yes. Thanks for yeah, catching yeah.
0: that one. Who are equally dominant in their division. I don't know what their record is against their rest of their division, but, uh, as far as like runs scored and runs allowed, uh, they have very similar stats to the Yankees as well. Yes,
1: well, I, I think people have more doubt, especially since the uh, Twins the have kind of slumped lately and the Indians have gone the other way. But I, I think people are thinking there might be a chance that the, uh, there, there, there's competition there. But, uh, John, I, I, I'm just going to remind you, a year ago, I'm going to try to anyway, John, I think it was May 1st. We had a discussion on our pod about whether the American league playoff race was over. We knew which five teams were going to win because, and and, and we ended up being wrong about the fifth team because Oakland came on in the second half of the year and picked up that fifth slot, but we we were sure it was going to be the Red Sox, Yankees, uh, Indians and, and Astros. Well, this year, uh, a little bit change in, in who it is, but uh, looks uh, pretty clear that uh, we, we know where this is headed, right? Uh, the Yankees aren't getting far, the Astros aren't yeah. getting far. I'd be surprised if the Twins don't at least end up with a uh, wild card berth, given their record. So, uh, not a lot yeah, of excitement they, in the American.
0: They would be hard pressed to to blow the wild yeah. card there.
1: Oh, uh, so not a lot of excitement in the American League, John. Yeah, I would agree. agree. As opposed, uh, the
0: the last wild, okay. yeah, the last wild card spot, which will uh, you know pretty much get eliminated rather quickly, I would say more than likely. So, um, so I guess it's for the best worst team is what we're looking yeah. forward to. Well,
1: yeah, there there'll be a long run probably for for that fifth slot uh, while the National League. Uh, the Dodgers are running away with it, and the others are, I think, going to be a little bit more interesting than that. So, uh,
0: yeah, yeah, Washington's, you know, Washington's six games back back against Atlanta, but
1: they're coming. Um,
0: you know, yeah, they're coming. But the uh, the obviously the National League Central is is the the hottest and tightest race of of all Major League Baseball yeah. right now, four. with only four and a half games separating first and first uh, and which last
1: means there are fewer games between first and last than there are in the other two divisions between first yeah. and second. So,
0: yes, there's fewer between first and last. than there are, yeah, just like you said, in all of the rest of the, the divisions in baseball right. between first and second. So
1: well, we, we love the uh, 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 NL central trying to, to do things uh, to keep us interested John, this is the deadest week of sports in in the summer. Uh, Women's World Cup is over. It's All-Star Week uh, for baseball, so there aren't lots of games. So this week, what we're doing, John, uh, we talked about doing a Fleetwood Mac uh, episode, and this was inspired, I think that's the right word, by the fact that your daughter's Music Monday podcast did a a Fleetwood Mac uh, episode Oh, about two months ago, and, and we neither one thought they did it right, or did it, or maybe I should, <laughs> I, I will rephrase that uh, for, for my niece's benefit, we neither one of us thought they did as good a job as we were going to do, right, John?
0: Yes, yep, on their uh, Rumors, they did it on a on the album Rumors podcast, yes.
1: Ah, is that right, it was only supposed to be on Rumors, They they kind of.
0: Yeah, and they talked about Fleetwood Mac. They they mostly talk about their their podcast, Music Monday. For those of you who don't listen, you should. It's 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 a good, funny, quirky little podcast with the two ladies that do it. Um, but the uh, they usually pick an album, new album, sometimes old albums, and uh, and critique it and tell you what they like about it, and then a little bit about the band and their history. So uh,
1: they, there you they, go. Yes, I I listen to it very occasionally. Because uh, I, I'll listen to the opening minute or two and have no idea who they're talking about. Because clearly, um, you know, I still think Rumors, which came out in 1977, is new stuff. So um, whatever the heck they're talking about, I, I don't quite understand most of the time. But I, I definitely listen, listen to go. the Fleetwood Mac episode. And yes, they, they kind of ramble and are quite silly uh, often on the podcast which is unlike, is totally yes. unlike us.
0: Right, correct, not nearly as structured and, and organized right. as we are, right?
1: So, so, so John, <laughs> as, as we get into Fleetwood Mac, and I know you want to talk about Rumors, but we'll, we'll get there in a moment. You're, you're, uh, you were just barely born when Rumors came out, John, and, and I'm a little bit older than you are, so I'll break this to you, John. I was a Fleetwood Mac fan before Rumors.
0: Well, it was their 11th release, 11th album release, and they had some success beforehand. So uh, were you a fan of the original band members, or are you a fan of the uh, the McVie, Buckingham, oh, Knicks pairing?
1: Original band members. You, you know, John, John one of those trivial pieces, they had been on tour 10 times when they went with Buckingham and Knicks originally in 76, and it was the 10th different band grouping
0: that they had had yes they had many different uh, teams, uh are you covering are coach, you covering the mm-hmm. microphone
1: now
0: john oh i'm sorry <laughs> i might have been yes
1: okay you we'll to try that again
0: john yeah they'd had uh, i guess what is considered the original lineup uh, it includes Peter Green, Danny Kerwin, and Jeremy Spencer, along with right. Fleetwood. Fleetwood. Yeah. Uh, then there was also Bob Welch. Bob Welch was added also. Then you got the McVees, and then you also got Lindsey and, right. and Steve. So, so, uh, they had they had quite a quite a large grouping of
1: band members between their first 10 or 11 years. They it up quite a bit in the, in the uh, various early albums. But the, one, the reason I was a fan is uh, I had a buddy... Um, who had uh, the Mystery to Me album, which is the one, I don't know if there's more than one, but this was the Big Bob Welch album, uh, Two Mm -hmm. Before Rumors, uh, famous, I think, for the song Hypnotize, got a lot of play, and, uh, you know, we we rode around in the car back in those days, and uh, he played that eight-track a lot, so... uh, and, and uh, they, they, I'm not kidding, John, you know, I just I, I, I know the audience most... to get the full effect. Right. A track. Uh, and, and it's got a very funky. Yeah. I don't know. It's some sort of animal that's a cross between a a sphinx and uh, I don't know what on a beach. Uh, so it's a very memorable cover cover art to the, the album. Uh, but, but the Fleetwood Mac before, uh, uh, the, the last recreation, um, was a jazz band, essentially a jazz blues kind of band and uh big change. Uh, Welch wanted to go his own way. Uh, wow. Well, I did that without even trying and, uh, nice, and nice the, work. Yeah. He went solo. And so, uh, Fleetwood was looking, who was really Mick, uh, is really the center of the band uh was out in california looking for a guitarist and met Lindsay buckingham and uh i you know i i've never read anything whether he really made him play guitar or they just talked but so he offered him the job as guitarist and buckingham said well uh can you bring my uh my girlfriend and bandmate uh this Nick's girl along and i guess kind of uh it really wasn't what Fleetwood had in mind, but they took her on too. And then uh, uh, they put together an album that uh, was quite successful, it had some number one hits on it, uh, called uh, the self-titled Fleetwood Back at 76. So before rumors. Yep. But to really changed their sound, bringing Buckingham and Nix in. Uh, it's known as California, I guess California pop, California rock, a very different kind of thing than the bluesier earlier work of the band.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah the, that soft rock or pop rock, is I guess, is one way that they're, they yeah. put it.
1: So, John, that's uh, you, you, you are on the record as saying it is the best album beginning to end in history, and you will fight anybody who argues otherwise. Is that?
0: Yes, it is definitely one of... In my opinion, one of definitely one of the best albums in in all of all of it.
1: Well, that's backing down a little bit. I thought it was the best album, from from beginning to end.
0: Well, I mean, it's you it's me- hard to You mellowed? I mean, I guess I don't think I've mellowed. I did I'm not sure that I actually said the best album. I, I think I definitely said one of the top two or three. No, 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 dude, you, that's you, okay. You said
1: best best from from beginning to end. You, you made it clear that it was about not not single songs, it is. but the, the so so is
0: The chronological story of, of the of the album is is definitely awesome. It is the best from the beginning to the end. I'll, I'll I'll back up my my statement. Yes.
1: Wow, John. That was a, that was a little intense. That's uh, almost as intense as a railroad uh, engine going through your car. I, yeah,
0: you. Hey, told you.
1: You got some serious shit the, going on there, man.
0: I do. I got children screaming and trains going by and cars going by. It's, 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 there's a lot
1: of action yeah. here this morning. I, I, and I'm just waiting for the earthquake. So there you go. <laughs> All right. So, John, walk me through what's what's so great about this album?
0: I think one of the my favorite things about the album is just the, the complete turmoil that the band went through during the recording of the album. It took them a little longer than normal to get it done um they uh you know there was t- mcv's had just gotten divorced um they were only talking when it was only music related that's the only time they would come together and, and discuss anything or even be in the same room with each other uh lindsey and and stevie Nicks were on this on again off again thing and they were in a major off time and they would only talk and communicate when it was when they were in studio or when they were dealing with the, the, the band or the album. Um, and a lot of the songs from this album got, the lyrics from this album end up being forced um, because of all the, literally because of all the rumors that were going around, um, you know, a lot of false rumors that, you know, they were bringing back the original members for like a 10th anniversary um, and all this other stuff that was, was going on. They were all doing tons of drugs and, at that time, which it was 1975 when, when they started trying to, re- when they started, or 76 when they started recording it. So, yeah, um, but if you, when you listen to the song, the album from beginning to end, I mean, it starts right, right out of the way, you know, it just, it's a, it's a, I don't know, it's a beautiful album. You can see that there's definitely, um, there's definitely some shit going on in, in this, in this, uh, in the lyrics and in the, uh, and in the setup and, and you can, f- I don't know, to me, you can just feel like, man, how did, how did these people actually get in the room together long enough to put this together? Cause it felt like at any minute somebody was going to st- stab someone. Yeah. <laughs> how, how's I, that?
1: I, I, okay. Uh, I get. I guess I, you, you went to the background of the, of the album, I guess what I remember about it is, is the fact that uh, all the all the tracks are pretty strong. I, I'm I'm looking here at the track list and I'm trying to say, well, that one that one you don't want to listen to when uh, you when you're, when you're uh, uh, you know uh, playing it. Uh, if you remember, and I, I guess this is still true even with CDs. You skip tracks sometimes on albums because you just say, yeah, right. Well, all the tracks were, were strong. And then there's that mix, uh, you know. That it is, as I recall, uh, it's like it's one fast song followed by a slow song, fast song, slow. Like like they mix yep. it up so that you don't get too many of the same thing in a row that you get, you know, kind of bored. Uh, and you know, about the time you think you're you're in a groove, they they mix up what they're doing. So I, I think that that mix of you know. Uh, things like uh, "Don't Stop," uh, you make love and fun; those upbeat things. Uh, you, you mix them in with things like uh, "Songbird" and uh, uh, you know "Gold Dust Woman," and uh, you got quite the Even- uh, the different mix. Which, of course, was kind of the was the mix of the band, but they never quite they never quite had the songs and got it all right another time. Uh, after right. this album I mean the the first album tries to do that to some extent but not quite as well so
0: yeah I mean it. I and it starts off with a great song with second hand news which I think is an excellent song uh, by Lindsay Buckingham and and uh, and then It just rolls right in, you know, Stevie Nicks' dreams. I mean, and the way they mix up the vocals in the the album, you know, you start off with Lindsey, then you go with Stevie, then you go back to Lindsey, and then you have Christine McVie, then you got Lindsey, and then Christine McVie. So you got, you know, just a nice mix of of just the vocals in the album, too. You know, they even have a couple songs with You Make Love and Fun with McVie, and then, you know, you follow up with I Don't Want to Know with Stevie Nicks. So, uh, great great combination of i mean there there's a lot a lot a lot of talent on that on that in that band and on that album so um you know a lot of them there's a few people had some pretty su- fairly successful careers afterwards especially stevie nicks
1: yeah well Steve, stevie's been uh rock hall of fame on her own so yes you know, that's uh you know that's a that's a big deal um i i think uh I, I'm not a musicologist, so I don't know how to explain this. But the uh, the whole California pop thing is uh, they they if they didn't invent it, uh, they definitely were the big deal in popularizing it and making it a big deal. So it's kind of hard to describe what that means. But it's right. definitely it's definitely something different. Uh, in 1977, it was like, whoa, that's is nobody else is doing quite this. Uh, and maybe you can tell, explain what, what that means, but uh, it's not quite in my wheelhouse to explain. Uh, uh, it was,
0: uh, well, it was the mix of uh, different, you know, some of the different sounds with the. Um, electronic keyboards, you know, the accented rhythms that they had, um, was, which is one of the reasons why they were, uh, dropped, uh, one of the producers, cause he wanted to stay with more of the, he didn't want them to move to that genre, you know, this pop California pop that they were going to. Um,
1: yeah.
0: so, you know, they got a little more Oregon music. He got some Feta Rhodes, um, electronic keyboard stuff and and so that was kind of what drove that that new sound that really nobody was really doing it at that time the way they were doing it
1: right yeah yeah Yeah. i mean uh, christy is the keyboardist and uh but uh, mm-hmm. a lot of what she was doing if you listen to the mystery to me uh is a lot more bluesy uh right and it really I mean, there's a discussion amongst them. I, I, I've read some bits where they talked about how, getting together, they they uh, they, they helped each other's songwriting, and uh, I, I'm sure it's clear that uh, Buckingham or Nix or both uh, worked with McDee and uh, turned up, uh, you know, cha- changed what she was doing in terms of her songs and, and what she was doing with the keyboard. So right and of course then you've got Buckingham with his wild uh guitar licks that uh yes were, were, were sent were a whole different thing than Bob Welch's or Peter Green's uh in the band before. Um, yes, definitely. He was a little yeah. more uh, definitely a lot more rocky. Yeah, than, a lot than... more a lot more California. Uh yep. I, I think uh in in terms of uh the style he brought. And then I guess Uh, one of the songs uh, they took uh, uh, Christy off and put her at the piano in an auditorium is that songbird isn't it Uh, and where uh, you don't uh, you know there is no band or background or all that so
0: yeah it's almost like a solo
1: right well well, when you do it in concert it is a solo uh, so Mm -hmm. The, the give, gives the rest of them some time off, but you know after you know you've got all this boomer to boomer to boomer to boom, and then you get her slowing down with just a piano, a whole different you know song, and and I guess this is what makes the album what it is, uh, you know one of the greatest sellers of all time, and uh, you know and critics love it too, uh, is how you know you get a track and suddenly boom there's something completely different. And it's still good. So it's uh, yeah. kind of amazing. And as you said, they, they were breaking up and stoned out of their minds. So uh, yeah. it, it's, it's, it's kind of crazy. So Yeah, it's, but, it is crazy. That, well, I mean, they, they just... said they, did, they didn't know what they had until they, they, they sat down and heard the whole thing. and They said, oh, wow, that's really good. They didn't realize <laughs> until they had mixed it all together and put it in the order they put it in. You know, yeah. the, the individual pieces, they were not aware of, you know, how good it was going to turn out. So, which doesn't surprise me a lot, uh, but uh, given the way things work, but it, it's kind of funny. You would think you would be standing there going, wow, we're doing something magical here at some point. But as you say, they weren't even talking to each other. Much, yeah. Much. So, yeah. There was like- probably a certain, certain, let me the hell out of here. Yeah, uh,
0: there's... That- I mean, there's no way that uh, a band could have ever do that, replicate that to this day, where they're just completely at odds with each other and and uh,
1: can and coked, put together a masterpiece. Coked, and from the from the stories, coked up most of the time. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, yeah. The story, you know, I've read the uh, one of the authorized biographies of the of the group, and supposedly they started partying like eight or nine at night and didn't start recording until like one or two in the morning. So, uh, (laughs) they, they, they were, uh, it took them, as you said, it took them a long time, John, because you can imagine those one and two a.m. sessions probably weren't real tight. Uh,
0: (laughs) (laughs) they probably were a little, little sloppy.
1: A little, little, yeah. Uh, yeah. Had, Had a little trouble keeping it all together. Yeah. After that, but, uh, uh, they, they had a good time. Uh, one, one bit of trivia, John, is that uh, uh, the, the album before was such a hit with the hit songs. Uh, Rumors was supposed to be out like six months earlier than it came out. But it was such a big hit that uh, um, they, they pushed off the uh, release of, the, of uh, Rumors till uh, later. So I gave them yeah. this extra time that they, they definitely... Yeah, they, yeah they, they, re- they weren't going to have the same thing if they had have rushed it and got it out on when it was originally supposed to be out. So
0: Right, and they did release a couple of singles, you know, to kind of cool. keep your, uh, you know, they released uh, four singles from that album, Go Your Own Way, which they released in December of 76, and then Dreams, which they released in uh, March of or 77 don't stop in April of 77 and then, uh, you make love and fun in September of 77. Like, and then, then clearly needs, John you know, has
1: done the classic obvious John and, and gotten on his phone here and, and d- doing his research for me. So yes, uh, just, correct. Just, just to repeat a famous story, uh, uh, go your own way was released as a single and Buckingham was on the highway in LA and the, uh, big dude in the LA, uh, radio pop radio, played it and said this is a this is the new release from Fleetwood Mac played it and goes eh wow i don't <laughs> i don't know that that's any good and and buckingham uh, john you you know is is uh, i don't but, know what to say volatile. Merc- yeah okay that's good volatile mercurial called okay. the guy got on the phone and called the guy and and uh, said what the hell and the guy said, well, you know, I just thought it was repetitious and I, I'm not sure I really got the beat line. And Buckingham, I guess, said some choice words on the air. And, and uh, as Buckingham tells the story, well, I guess he was dead wrong. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> it, you know, time time uh, proved that Lindsay uh, did something yeah. magical. Lindsey was other, never
0: uh, short on confidence, was he?
1: no no lindsey yeah, lindsey's never been short on confidence the other part of that song is that's his breakup song uh, mm-hmm. oh, with, with with stevie and she's she was rather offended by some of the lyrics yep uh, and her breakup song didn't make the cut to make it on the album uh and and ends up on the next album so uh, which some people claim is a better song but uh, I, I, I don't know about that, but it's funny that his made it. Of course, it was a, it was a big hit, and and hers uh, didn't. So, I imagine there's probably still some butthurt about that. Yeah,
0: I think they've, you know, I don't know that they've ever really patched it up, but um, I mean, they. Yeah, I,
1: I think I think I think they got to the point where they were a- agreeable and everything. It, yeah, he must be. He's he's been, he's he's been tough to work with. Uh, numerous times you know he got fired as you know from the, their latest tour and it's not the first time they fired him so right yeah uh, he's... so he's uh he he's been something he, he is a uh, temperamental artistically temperamental it seems
0: there you go that's a good one okay
1: what what okay go your own way right john you know the song correct so i i, I was at the movies over the weekend and some animated feature uh, is using it as their cover music. Uh, you know, to you, uh, you understand what I mean, right? Go your own way. Somebody's doing, and I'm not even sure it's not the Fleetwood Mac, go your own way, go your own. Uh, this is one of those classics. Do they not know what the song's about? Right. It's it's really not an empowerment anthem. Uh, well, it's not an empowerment anthem. It's fuck you leave, right? Uh, Yes,
0: Exactly. Right. Yeah. So yeah. so
1: so yes. In in a in a kids movie about you know empowering the chicken or whatever it was, I would I, I don't even remember which movie it was. I'm like, wow, that's kind of. Uh, yeah, I guess if enough. you never play the rest of the lyrics, but just kind of you know a, a two bar riff, uh, Yeah. Yeah, but uh, it's, it's true. I guess you
0: can make it make it fit whatever you want. But yeah, for anybody that actually knows the song, it's they're they're gonna be like, um, I don't think this is for children.
1: Yeah, yeah. What, what does he say? Hacking up, shacking up's all you want to <laughs> do, or something, yeah. some, something like that. Yeah, he he might be a little bitter. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It bit. Might
1: be a little bitterness in there. Yeah, he's not really telling her to you know go go for it or anything. He's, uh, yeah, he's basically telling it's her, like her to fuck he, off. He, yeah, you, you've screwed me on your way out the door. Yeah. Yeah. And, and don't let the door hit you in the backside. Right. Yes. Yeah. Uh it, It's kind of like uh people who use Born in the USA as, a, as an American anthem. Right, correct. Kind of song. I have not listened to the lyrics, to the verses. Uh I, I would say carefully. I, I'd say probably not at all because, uh, yeah. But this happens with songs and things, but. Yeah. That 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 was a funny one. I thought you'd like that, John. That uh, go your own way was uh, you know, an empowerment, anthem. So yeah, <laughs> so funny. we yeah, it, it is kind of funny. So so John, uh, if you were you're uh, going back, uh, pick a favorite. There are twelve tracks on the album. Uh
0: yeah, you want me to pick yeah. my favorite from the entire album? Yeah. Yeah, you're having trouble. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's like trying to pick your favorite child, right? Which I know no, I don't have, a, pro- have that's, a problem with that. That's not that difficult for you,
1: is it? <laughs> it's not that. It's not that difficult for me. My my uh, my. my the, the two who think they're in the running will be surprised by the fact there's a third. So. <laughs> 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 you like oh, that one.
0: Yeah, I hate to be so boring and go with go your own way, but. It is so good, but I really like secondhand news a lot too.
1: Yeah. I like, I like go your own way too. And, and I like, I, I don't want to know.
0: Yeah. That's a good one too. Because
1: of, just because of the, I, I like her songs. Yes. And, uh, and, uh, I, I realized having seen them in concert that, uh, I like a bunch of her songs and, uh, yeah, that's one, that's a good one from her, but go your own way is, uh, uh not just the message we talked about in the lyrics, but uh, the strong guitar riff in it. Yeah uh, is just so memorable. And uh, he's so brilliant on it with the, you know, I can't recreate no, 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 right. Yeah, that was pretty good. But yes, yeah. that if you, I mean, that's
0: one of those that, you know, that's, I mean, that's instant, you know, right. Three bars and, you know, but you yeah, know what's you're, that? You're, I can name that tune, and I can name that song, in, in four tunes or whatever. I mean, four, that's four, right away. Four notes, right? Yeah. Four notes. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. So, there you go. All right, John. I, I think we've covered lots of minutes, and uh, it probably got this out of our system for at least a moment. I'm yes. just going throw. I'm just going throw this down, John. We got to talk about Abbey Road at some point if we're going to do this, because uh, I think. Yeah, I think uh, I think in competition, the best album. I think that's I, that, I that's another one you got to put in the mix there when you're talking.
0: I I definitely agree. That is excellent competition for for greatest album.
1: Yes. Well, in the in the new movie in the new movie yesterday, uh, it is funny, John, that uh, that he he wants to do. They want to talk about what the name is new album, and he wants to name it Abbey Road, and they. Cut to a picture of the street, and I said, "It's a boring street. Why would you want to do that?" You know, it's like, <laughs> and, and you, you know, uh, we talked about the Red Sox and Yankees in London, and uh, Cardinals and Cubs are going next year. I don't know if you saw it, but I saw multiple pictures of four guys standing in the crosswalk there at Abbey Road. Yeah, you know, it's an iconic shot these days. Of uh, just the, the the cover art is uh, is iconic. Let alone the music. So,
0: yep yes
1: there you go john enjoy vacation i'm going to be on vacation uh we'll have to see what we're doing next week uh for next week's show but uh we'll we'll make something up right john
0: that's right we'll we'll wing it as usual for
1: for our one listener we'll 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 nail it all right we'll bring it
0: all right john have a great have have enjoy the rest of your week
1: yeah you too john bye Stay, stay stay out from in front of the railroad Engine. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay. Okay. Right. Bye. Bye, John.